All right, welcome everybody back to Not a Baseball Podcast. I am your host, I think, Jarrett. Uh, my other host is in the other room. Hi, Jake. Yeah, that's me, Jake. On top of today, we have an extra special guest, the most wonderful, most fabulous, most amazing, most beautiful, most entertaining, and creative, Gabby. Oh my gosh, what an introduction. Anything for you, dear. Hello, Anything for you. hello. For those who oh. do not know, Gabby is Jake's wife. Yep. Technically. Whole marriage. Yep. Signed a certificate and everything. How do you feel about that, Jake? Uh, I mean, I love it. She's great. Oh, well, that's nice. Isn't that nice? <laughs> She's pretty cool. I'll keep him around. I'm quite a fan. I, I do enjoy. Yeah. We're 100% best friends. Yes, so. we are. Very important. 100%. I am married to Jake, but my bestie, 100%. I'm just collecting women that are married to other men and calling them <laughs> my best friends yeah, so that the guys friends. can't leave me. Yeah, and then you don't have to worry about anything else happening. Nothing. Got that's a great. Friend, exactly. Got a built-in best friend. That's me. It's awesome. Last week, we started off the episode with a nice little joke, and hopefully you all remembered it. If you don't remember it, go back and listen to the episode. This week, I have something for both of you to start off this episode to get our get our thinking caps on, get our brains thinking right, Okay. So there is an official ruling for how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. How many licks do you think that it is? I'll let you go first. 7,462. Jeez Louise. Okay. I was going to say like 300. I, for like some a reason, solid 300. For some reason in the back of my brain from like 2003, 2004, something just yelled at me 7,000 well so i something i initially thought of that commercial it's like one to who can you do that again for me one to who (laughs) love it love it and then he takes a bite out of and just chomps the whole lollipop yeah it's usually three and then he just chomps on it one two three so i was just like well all right so my official guess was 7,462 oh my gosh and i'm just gonna stick with 300 nice and clean Okay, so according to engineering students at Purdue University, they used a proprietary licking machine rather than a human tongue, and it took the machine 364 licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. So I was closest. Yes, you by, by rules of the price is right, you won by a landslide. Okay, I just have to say that I don't think a machine that takes like human error out of the equation, and I feel like... That doesn't I, add up because the only way you experience a Tootsie Pop is a human eating it. I'm just going to go with Purdue sucks and Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, now, what Pepperidge Farm is going to remember is the fact that Japan won the World Baseball Classic last week. Yes, if you were not uh, listening to our last podcast, we talked about how it was getting pretty close to the end of it. We talked about our boy Eddie Rosario lighting it up, and he came back to our camp after his team got eliminated. They came down to good old US of A versus Japan, and it came down to quite possibly the matchup we all wanted. It, right? It did not disappoint. That is a storybook ending. They could not have scripted it any better. Like if they tried to script it, it wouldn't even have been as good. The fact that it came down to the arguably the two best baseball players in the world right now, currently facing off in a one-run game in the bottom or the top of the ninth, insane. Absolutely fairy tale storybook ending. Wait, time out. How did Newt Bar face against Shoei Otani? 
first of all, if Newt Bar was playing for the U.S., Japan would not have made it to the finals. Let's get that straight. I'm, I'm glad we agree. Basically, if you missed it, if you don't follow baseball at all, because, you know, you're listening because this is not a baseball podcast. Shohei Otani is the modern day Babe Ruth. He is arguably more talented than Babe Ruth. And Who's it came arguing? down came down. I mean, some people. It's some people say wait, wait me. until he hits more than six hundred home runs, then we'll talk. He faced off against Mike Trout. He is the two thousand nine number one overall draft pick. Like he is top tier player. And he was batting for US of A and Otani was pitching. And it came down to a three two two out count. And it came down to Otani striking out Trout with a slider that had 18 inches of horizontal movement. So that means that from the time that that ball left his hand to when the the catcher caught the ball, it had moved 18 inches horizontally to the left. You know what else has 18 inches? Otani. I have no clue. I just decided to make the joke. Um, But... (laughs) Here, here's a joke. 18 inches is the amount of stacks of $100 bills that Otani's going to get in his next contract. Okay, this is what I wanted to talk about just for a little bit. First of all, I was watching that game. I had to stand up. At first, I was sitting down. I had to stand up and pace while watching the game. I was physically moved by this game. This game was insane all the way to the end. Otani... At the end of that game, I realized that Otani is going to have the biggest contract in baseball history, possibly the biggest contract in sports history of all the sports. He is going to get paid an astronomical amount of money. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Shohei Otani, he is what they call a two-way player. So he performs on the biggest stage in professional baseball as a pitcher and as a hitter. He can do both, and he does both extremely well. So when you pay Otani, you are paying for him to be a top-of-the-line pitcher and a top-of-the-line hitter. So you're going to be dishing out a lot of money for him to play on your team. So for those who are here because we want to listen to not a baseball podcast, what you need to know is that Shohei Otani is real cool. He's real good. He's cute. I was getting there. Yeah, okay. I just Um, had to make sure people knew that. He is cute. And then he played against his buddy in the last at bat, right? Yep. Was his teammate, homie from the Angels. Mm-hmm. Yep. The reason that he signed with the Angels is so he could play with Trout. Yes, mm-hmm. Mr. Trout. And who is also- speaking of Mike Trout, he currently has the biggest contract in baseball. Um, eh, which is- I, we we eh, I think we need to double check you on that because there's been a lot of really stupid contracts given out last few years. This is there's this guy. Mike Swanee, Trout. Swanee Sanson. Swanee. Oh, my gosh. Fancy no, 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 Swanson. No, no, no. Oh, the that, most yeah. beautiful, the most glorious hair That kid on got, your favorite team. That kid got a stupid contract this, uh, this offseason. He off did, season, but it's so. not nowhere close to Mike Trout's. Mike Trout signed a 12-year, $426.5 million deal with the Angels. He Ridiculous. might not be getting paid the most per year, but that is the largest dollar amount right now in the MLB for a top tier hitter who Otani is just as good as, if not better. He might not have the career stats that Mike Trout does, but he can well match them when he gets in the playing time that Trout has. On top of that, the highest paid pitcher right now is currently Garrett Cole, 
He has a nine-year, $324 million contract with the New York Yankees. Garrett Cole is not the most dominant pitcher in the league, but he has performed extremely well throughout his career. And Otani is just as good, if not better than him. In fact, he has better career stats than Garrett Cole does. Now, Garrett Cole hasn't been in the league longer. So Okay. Now, hold on a second. My prediction is Otani gets $750 million. Okay, so since this is not a baseball podcast. We're going to move on from the love fest. That um, Jake that's fine. You do that. Joey we're going to go Otani. to a different love fest. I got just my, mark my words. This time next year, by the time this time next year, Otani's going to get paid three quarters of a billion dollars. Mark my check, words. Check, check. Is anyone still listening? Anyone? If you're still listening, <laughs> that is the one time I'm ever going to let Jake talk about Shoei Otani on this podcast ever again because this is not a baseball podcast and since it's I'm not sorry. a baseball I'm podcast sorry. I'll shut up I'll today shut up. since Gabby is here Hello. Gabby has a really cool little side gig side job that I absolutely love to hear about and talk about because it's all about love right right so what is it that you and do it's not some weird sport love it's just like actual love so I am a wedding planner's assistant so I go to these very nice wedding venues, and I assist day of for you know weddings. And really rich people. Really rich people. The <laughs> the least expensive wedding that was just the planning, florals, and venue, which are all big parts of you know hosting a wedding, was twenty six thousand dollars. So I work for some real rich people. And so I get to hang out with them for a day and and serve them, basically. She hangs out with the rich and then she comes back and, you know, slums it up with friends like me that, (laughs) um, guys, I'm 33. I am single. If you are here and you didn't know that, how did you find us again? And secondly, I've decided that when it, with, when, how, if it happens, if it's in the cards that I do get married, I'm going to go to the courthouse, get the little certificate signed, and I'm going to take a thousand bucks, rent out the War Memorial Building in Powhatan County, and we're going to have an absolute throwdown party, hillbilly style, whatever. Unless, of course, I fall in love with someone who has a lot of money, and then they can have not even a lot of money. But if she wants like a special day, like I'll do a special day. But if it's up to me, which is probably not going to be. I am not going to care at all. I mean, <laughs> I don't think you understand. There's so many wedding venues in the area that even though I work for like the real big ones, there's some really nice wedding venues around Palatine or like the Richmond area in general that are like 5,000 and below. And they're yeah. like good quality. I mean, you just went to a wedding. Yeah. So the whole reason we're talking about this is because this weekend I got to go to a wedding that is extremely important to me. Um, sorry, Jake and Gabby. It might be a little bit more special than else. <clears throat> That's okay. I understand. Um, yeah, completely understandable because my little brother actually got to marry someone that I consider one of my best friends. Um, so this weekend, it was all about the festivities. If you have been listening to us, we normally put out on Sunday our podcast, but Jarrett was completely unable to. And I'll just let your imagination <laughs> figure out why. And if you're friends with me on Snapchat, I hope you deleted those videos. So yeah, so this weekend it was all about love and it was incredible to watch my little brother just the last three years. uh, For those that don't know, growing up, my brother and I, we fought like cats and dogs, whatever you want to say. I made a joke in my speech because I was actually the man of honor, which meant I got to hang out with the girls the whole weekend, which was so much more fun. Like, I'm sorry, groomsmen and hang out with the guys. Like, it's cool. It's a bonding experience. But girls, like, y'all, they all got there, like, 8.30 in the morning, 9.30 in the morning. 
I got there at like 10. I started having sips of something around then. They were all doing their makeup. I watched them talk about her makeup. It was fun. It's like a whole celebration thing. Like every moment in like the girl on the girl's side, it's like, oh my gosh, we're getting our makeup done. We're getting like another step. And each step you get more excited and more animated because Mm -hmm. like, I mean, it's a stereotypical, it's the best day of your life. Especially when you as a bride get to plan it. Everything is your way and everybody is there to celebrate you and your like husband to be. Yeah. So the reason that I kind of want to talk about this because I've joked with Jake and Gabby about this a couple times, but Gabby, I'm serious. Like right now, one day, let's have a venue where we do this. I don't think that anybody understands, um, except if you're Abby from college days, I would skip class or skip doing homework and like plan out having a venue. Abby would look at all of the like historic preservation, shout out to my major, I just wanted a venue that I could decorate and make pretty and like host weddings. And Abby was like, well, what if we had a historic venue and then there's history and then there's weddings and then it'd be amazing. And I was just like, guys, I would drop out of school right now if I could have a wedding venue. I, this is genuinely like my dream side hustle is working for weddings. Like I planned my own wedding in the middle of COVID. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm I'm gonna stop you because my wife is a superhero. She planned our wedding not only all by herself, but while she was doing her senior year of college. So she was finishing her degree. It was during the middle of COVID and she was doing this, like I said, completely on on her own by herself, planned the entire wedding. She when she when we showed up to the venue to have meetings she was the one telling the planner, like, this is what we're going to do. And the I mean, planner I... was like, you got it. Yeah, so wrap back up to this weekend for me, because I, I didn't I didn't finish that s- sentence a little bit. Um, the last three years, my relationship with my brother has gotten so much better because I basically, like, got behind enemy lines and introduced him to the woman that he's now calling his wife today. And I just went through the, the motions and the process – and the only knock that I'll say that their wedding for me had was the day of planner, which is exactly what we're talking about. It wasn't anything like crazy, wild, out of the question loop, but it was just so much smoother at the other weddings that I've been, been to and been a part of when there's somebody that the groomsmen and the bridesmaids and the families look to for leadership. And I personally have had to kind of jump in that role a little bit. If you guys remember at your wedding, we didn't really have a plan for you to come in with the doors closed and open Mm -hmm. and it's like the last second i just kind of like realized it clicked in and jumped shut the doors so i'm on board so not only is this not a baseball podcast but this is the official start of what do we want to call it i don't know j and j weddings this is (laughs) uh dude if we if we leave gabby out of it she'll kill both of us excuse me she's the one making all the money uh, you're going to be the money backing it. We're going to be the ones doing hey. it. Yeah. So yes. it's going to be, we can't be G and J. So somebody come in with a cool idea for us. All right. Yeah. Somebody come right. up with Anything a name. Anything about weddings we want to talk about? I mean, if you're planning a wedding, have a day of coordinator, have a venue coordinator. That's what I had. If you don't have someone to tell people what to do, they're going to expect you the bride and groom to tell them what to do. And that takes away from you enjoying your day. So. All right. So real quick. And something always goes wrong. 
So it's just, just remember oh, that there's always one thing that's going to go wrong. At our wedding, we did not have a DJ the morning of. We, he ended up getting COVID. So I had to scramble around and get a DJ for that day. So, but something will always go wrong and roll with it if it does. And it's important that, you know, regardless of if something goes wrong, it's still going to be a special day. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. real quick, traditions of weddings that I think should stay and traditions of weddings that I'm sorry. Um, oh, the, I got you guys should have just seen Gabby's eyes light up when I started this. <laughs> All right. So traditions that should stay, traditions that should go and something that you've seen somewhere that's not a tradition that you think is really cool and everyone should do. OK, so traditions that should stay. Yes, I and each one of us is going to get one. Oh, okay. okay. Kind of like so a draft, one. but not our draft. Okay. So I'll go last. Okay. All right. So I'll start with traditions. The first look deal, like I, it was kind of cool. Like this one, I actually wore a white dress and I did the first look with Josh because yes, I am that goofball. Yes, there will be videos. Yes, you guys can all see it later. If you're not friends with us on social media somewhere and you found this podcast somehow, just add me. I'll send it to you. I got no problem in it. I don't like the first look idea. I think that the coolest part of the wedding is when the bride walks down that aisle and everyone's looking at her and I'm looking back yes. at him. Like that's yes. the coolest look in the world. I, Gabby, I'm sorry. I didn't watch you walk down the aisle. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I solely stared at Jake the whole time because I he's saw. He's a crying man. Oh, he was crying. It was great. I cried like crazy. I did not pre-cry. I did not pre-cry. I should have pre-cried. I did pre-cry. Ooh. All right, Jake, your tradition? You, you took mine. We didn't do a first mm-hmm. look. So speaking from my point of view, like as the groom of the wedding, like the first time seeing her in her dress was when the doors opened and like I could see her was when I was, holy cow. Like that was when it was like cemented into my brain that it was like, this is happening. Because like up until that point, it was like, we're having a wedding. It's happening today. This is going on. And then when I saw her in her dress, like nothing else mattered. So like that, that in that moment was like, top tier like i 10 out of 10 would recommend not doing a first look because we did a first touch we were back to back and they took pictures of us not seeing each other but being with each other before the ceremony which was special awesome all right gabby hit us i hate garter tosses i i just i i mean i wore a tight dress like a form-fitting dress so that just wouldn't have worked anyway i just i don't know i think it's a little outdone. Out uh, yeah, and and some of them can get a little raunchy, a little a little spicy, a little too spicy for grandma yeah. and great grandma and yeah. great grandpa. I think what we did, and I'm sorry, I know that like I'm the person who talks about my wedding all the time. <laughs> what we did was we had a garner, and he had it around a football, and he threw the football. That was real fun. I'm pretty sure you caught it, right? I did not catch it. You no, fought it was, for it though. No, I didn't even fight for it. You I just fight got him. I got on the back of the biggest guy there. And Who was fighting for it then? I don't know. Justin, I think, was the one that got it. But no, it was Colton. I jumped up. Oh, Colt, that's Colton, right. Colton, I know, got it. got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just jumped on the biggest guys there back and just prayed that I didn't end up in the pool. Yes. If I <laughs> if I was wearing like a more like A-line dress, a little bit poofier, you know what I would have done? I would have maneuvered an ice to be mm. like, oh my gosh, oh. She, she's he's pulling off the gardener. Just kidding, it's an ice. Chug it, you know. Oh, that would have been great. That would have mm. been so. And I, I have friends who've done that, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, gardener and tosses aren't for me. I as, the whole going up there, taking it off. Yeah, as a as the perpetually single guy that's been to a lot of weddings and always gets called out, like Jarrett, you're single, you have to go up there. 
please don't do that. Yeah, like, not a fan. It's a little, it's 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 a little embarrassing to be like, yeah, I'm, especially, I'm still single. Let me go up here. What happens after? So if you're unfamiliar, at least weddings around here, the garter will get put on the girl who catches the bouquet. Like, you know how they do the bouquet mm-hmm. toss? And then the guy who catches the garter has to take it off the girl's leg. And for some reason, it always ends up being like a 30-year-old dude yeah, and a 16-year-old girl. It's just a little a It's little, too much. So that was gone. Awkward. All right. So, so out of the door. Yeah, we're getting rid of that. Gone forever. Gonna, so traditions we're going to keep. Oh, my gosh. All right, I'm going first. The tradition that I'm going to keep, listen, the best part of any wedding, in my opinion, for the reception is the mother-son dance, but only if the mother and son pick a song that is truly special to them and they don't like just wait around. I want to see that part of it be more special. I want it to be goofy. Future wife, if you're listening to this part, just don't listen. But my mom's name is Becky. So in my, yeah, Gabby's already laughing. In my mother-son dance, I want to start it off with, Becky, look at her butt. It's so <laughs> big. She must be one of those rap guys, girlfriends or something. Because What? Listen, it's, you know me. I know. Like, that makes perfect sense. And then it'll break into, like, her traditional song. Unfortunately. But I want, it to, I want it to be something goofy and funny that I do with my mom. My mom will not be able to do, like, a coordinated dance with me just because of her health. So that kind of is thrown out because you see all the TikTok videos and the videos of people at their weddings doing that but no i just that's what i think should always stay but i think it should actually mean something not just some random song thrown in there jake i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the speeches that the best man and the maid of honor give like that should never be taken out of a wedding like that should always be a thing this the it's the idea of like you know somebody gets to stand up there and make a fool of themselves and try their hardest to embarrass the couple that just got married that to me, especially when it's somebody that's super close to them, is special. I think that should always be at a reception. And I'm not a fan of just when open mic and everybody gets to come up and talk. I don't like that. But having the best man and the maid of honor have a speech prepared and talk, like I hope that that never goes away. I hope that's always a tradition. All right, Gabby. All right, so mine comes from a coordinator's like background, but also like just you – spend so much of your wedding day like going through the motions that you never have enough time to like sit back and like oh my gosh we're married and like let that flood over you so my thing that I think everyone should do is have a last dance when it's just you and your husband or your wife I just I loved it that from the coordinator background it gets everyone cleared out of the venue, lined up, ready to do your goodbye, your sparkler exit, what have you, out the door with the sparkler, gives the coordinators enough time to light these godforsaken sparklers. (laughs) But also, you're enjoying your wedding. You're standing there dancing and thinking back of everything that you just did that day. And, I mean, if you want to go take it a step further, we danced – our last song was our first dance song. So we mm-hmm. got to dance to that song twice, which meant a lot to us because it was our and I, song. And for y'all, I was outside fighting sparklers. And I'm pretty sure I put a fire out um, at the venue 
that started because of the sparklers. So. Oh my gosh. So maybe no more sparklers. Either. Well, so it depends. Like the venue that we got married at, they didn't allow sparklers, but the venues that I work at do allow sparklers. So any type of exit prep, a last dance that's just you and the groom. All right. So for everyone that just caught that, I definitely don't remember a lot from their wedding apparently because I thought they had sparklers. <laughs> nope. We had glow sticks. Um, glow sticks. It was glow sticks. That's what it was. Yeah. And one of them, somebody smacked somebody with one or something. Oh, and it exploded? Yes. Oh. And the, the gel got everywhere. See, I knew something happened. All right. So tradition that I would say that's not traditional, but I think should be added. And I think this is – mine's going to be so specific, okay? I'm ready. Our generation, Queen Taylor has just – she's dominating the world right now with her Eras tour. The love story song where, you know – Romeo, take me, yada, yada, yada. And the put, hype circle. And the hype circle. Oh, my gosh. I have been, number one, one of my favorite secret things that I love to do is I love to watch the maid of honor and best man speeches at weddings because it just emotionally, that side of Jared just gets to cry and he loves it. But that hype video and the, the way that the girls in this generation just get so amped up. And if the guy actually gets into it and the groomsmen get into it, it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. So, Jake? I'm going to compare this to something that was at our wedding, obviously, because like that's my experience of weddings because I've had my wedding. One thing that we did that I don't see a lot of Thanks. people do that I that I hope becomes a, a, a tradition is uh, when we took pictures with our bridal party, there was actually a point where we swapped. So I ended up taking pictures with the bridesmaids and she ended up taking pictures with all the groomsmen. And like some of those pictures are like my favorite pictures because it's like, you know, it's our special day and we invited these people to be closest to us during this day. So why should I only have to take pictures with just my groomsmen? And so, you know, those are some of my favorite pictures are seeing all of my closest friends with now the woman that's my wife that I invited, you know, I invited them into her life and her into, you know, my friendship with them. And so like seeing the pictures that, you know, I took with the bridesmaids and she took with the groomsmen, like those are some of my favorite pictures from the day besides like, you know, pictures that we took together. But yeah, that I think that should become like more of a thing. I'll just throw this in there because like I said, it's so fresh from yesterday. We did that exact thing with swapping. And since I was technically on the bride side, I got to be a part of them picking up Josh. So I was the base my brother is like two of me, and I <laughs> held up. And these girls, man, they straight picked him up from the legs and held him up there. And we had a good solid five, six clicks of the camera. They, I was proud of them girls. I was impressed. Ladies, if you're listening, shout out They're to y'all. They're working out. They, yeah, they were, they were ready. And then, of course, the guys all picked up Tiffany and that photo. I can't wait to see it because just – the way her makeup was and everything, you know, all the brides and makeup looks perfect, but just her facial reaction to being picked up. She was not expecting it. Perfect. <laughs> Gabby, hit so us with it. This is what something should you, be. Yeah. Something okay, so should this, be. This is what wedding guests should just automatically assume. Yes. So you get married, you okay. walk out. All right. The bride and groom have to like straight up hide. Okay. From from guests, from Aunt Sally, who just flew in from Florida. Waikiki, Hawaii. Mom's best friend down the road, whole thing. Everybody wants to see the bride and groom as soon as they get married. Oh my gosh, congratulations. What a beautiful ceremony. Guests 
need to recognize that I'm paying thousands of dollars. My brides are paying thousands of dollars to get beautiful pictures. They need to have time to take pictures. Absolutely. Like, don't mm -hmm. worry. You yep. will get to be able to greet and mingle and love on and well wish this happy couple, but they are on a timeline. That's a whole wedding yep. day. It's just a one big old timeline. Please get out respectfully so I can take my nice pictures in my venue and then I can party with you in like 15 minutes. Yeah. And I'll, I'll add to that just a little bit of a side note to that guys, if you're going to somebody's wedding, I don't care if it starts at 10 o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock at night plan to be there the whole time. Yeah. Yes. There mm -hmm. are going to be times during the wedding because photos got to be taken this, that, the other, that it's going to be slow. You're going to feel like you're kind of awkward because you don't know everyone there. Just, Listen, enjoy the all, bar. Enjoy the yep. bar. Enjoy mm -hmm. the people. You you're never going to be in the same room with these people or the tent or the the barn or the field or the church or the reception hall. You're never going to be with those people ever again. So enjoy the moment. Tell a story about how you know the bride and groom. Um, one of the cool things that I saw this weekend was there was two people sitting at a table that I know they didn't know each other. I happen to know both of them. And they just started talking and they're talking about how they knew each other through the bride and groom. Like they knew stories about each other. And I thought that was cool. So yeah. yeah, let them have their time, give them their space, let them roll. And I think we've covered everything there is to cover about weddings. Probably not. I mean, but if there you guys could be an episode dose on weddings. There could probably be an episode three, but we're going to slow probably. on and something cool and talk about some pretty cool threads. Cause you know, wedding dresses are, Cool threads, the suits guys get to oh, wear. Yeah, um, good today, threads. Since this is not a baseball podcast, we're not a wedding <laughs> podcast. Either. Atlanta and Nike dropped their City Connect jerseys. If you don't they know did. what a City Connect jersey is, it is a baseball jersey that is supposed to embody the city that the teams are there. Quite honestly, it's just a rip to get more money, and the mm -hmm. teams are going to wear them for like a couple weekends out of the year. And it's a chance for somebody to buy something new. The Braves were not super creative with theirs, but I absolutely love them. Jake, you want to hit on it? Yeah, so they, um, compared to some of the other, like, City Connect jerseys that have come out, so they're releasing them slowly, so only a few teams got them last year. Um, it's, like, some of my favorites. You can look them up. You can Google them if you're not familiar with them. But, like, Miami released one, super flashy. These just bright colored. I believe they're orange and teal. Uh, like the, the Washington Nationals, not as flashy, but they put cherry blossoms on theirs because they're in D.C. with all the cherry blossom trees. So things that connect them to the city. So Atlanta's was not as flashy. So when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, really? Because it, it looks extremely similar to their throwback jerseys. So when I first looked at it, I was like, this is just a throwback jersey. This is all that it is. They didn't add anything to it. They did, you know, they put a big A on the chest and put the in front of it. And I was like, Okay, where's the rest of it? Like, like, where's the rest of it? I don't think that Atlanta's needed to really tie in too much. I'm just happy it didn't say Hot Atlanta because <laughs> yeah. everyone that's from Atlanta hates that the rest of the world calls it Hot Atlanta. <laughs> it, it let's let's be honest, it was not really a city connect jersey. It was an homage to the king jersey. Yeah. It was, yeah. Hammer and head. Gabby, Gabby kind of knows what we're talking well, about. So, so we'll let her I follow the Braves on Instagram, and I was the one who was like, guys. Look at this, because they had this whole hype video for these jerseys, and their 
whatever, their hat, their jersey, I guess their City Connect line. Yes. Okay, very mm-hmm. bougie. And it was just like a hype video, like helicopters flying in. Like ludicrous. 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 And, delivering and them in briefcases. and Briefcases and SUVs. But did you see and, who he delivered it to? Okay, but anyway, so the video, it's like a whole hype video. Atlanta citizens, each one holding a little briefcase, yep. right? With mm-hmm. the, yep. the whole the A on it. And then it ends up with... Billy Aaron, yes. who is the wife of Hank Aaron. Of Hank Aaron. We don't know who Hank Aaron is. He is the real home run king. He yep. played for Atlanta. Number he hit. 44. He hit most of his home runs for Atlanta. He wears number forty-four. He wore number forty-four. Unfortunately, Hank passed away almost two years ago now, mm-hmm. and it was. It's. It's still very fresh in a lot of like Atlanta baseball fans' memories, and to see her in that clip. That, that warmed my heart. You know, I, everybody knows if you've been listening, you can tell I'm a little bit of a softy. That warmed my heart. I've actually met her uh, twice, uh, once in Cooperstown and then once in Atlanta. And the woman is the sweetest. Like, I, she's your grand, your, she's your grandmother, even if you've never met her type woman. So to see her in that and to see his kind of handwriting where it says keep swinging on the hat, um, 44, and the – and having seven fifteen um, as the tag and the collar, yeah, which is which the, the number that he hit. Yeah, I think seven fifteen should be on the backside. Yeah, I I like them. The more that I looked at them, and then I started reading into the details, because at first when you look at it, you don't see any of these things. You don't see the writing on underneath the brim of the hat. You don't see the seven fifteen in the in the inside of the collar. You don't see that stuff. But then yeah. then they start showing it to you. And you're like, oh, I like it more. Like I'm like I actually like this because this is like this is goes beyond just a city connect. Like this connects to like when people think of like famous Braves, Hank Aaron is close to the top of the list. Uh, he like, is the top he, of the yeah, list. Yeah. We'll fight you on that one, buddy. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I mean he, he he's if not the top of the list, like he's right there always. No, he he is the top of the list. Well, he will always okay. be the top of the list. Also, from like just like a historian like lens, like when you th- remember, like. I mean, how long have they been in Truist Park? Not not that long. I think this is the fourth or fifth year. Yeah, like you, you're remembering everywhere that the Braves have been and yeah. everyone who the Braves have impacted. So I think that just having a City Connect jersey that's more than just the city, the location, but the city, the soul of the city, boom, makes so much sense. Yeah, it was beautiful. We, we're, yeah. we're all fans. Um, the only thing that I'll kind of tie it back into – is the World Series rings the last few years. Teams have been putting in little details of it. It tells their story of how they won. Mm-hmm. The Braves was absolutely phenomenal. Obviously, if you guys can't tell, we are Braves fans. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, just overall in general, what Gabby said, the story, the soul of the city, awesome. So speaking of uh, cities, how about we talk about Philadelphia? Yeah, crazy, right? So uh, if you're not following current news, uh, so what was this, yesterday, two days ago? Yeah, last um, the years. city of city of Philadelphia let all of its citizens know that it is not safe to drink from the tap water in Philadelphia right now. A la Flint, Michigan. A la Flint, Michigan. Except this one was due to this was due to that were spilled in the train accident in East Ooh. Palestine, Ohio. Oh, allegedly. So yeah, a la that. A la the same thing when the place was burnt down that houses all of the chickens for. The company, blah blah blah. Same yeah. thing with the yeah. the place that does the meats for the so and so. It's like if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're just extremely happy right now. I feel yeah. so. 
I feel like you've talked about this. I am not a conspiracy theorist. I have absorbed this information from the TikTok. So fact check is always important. Check your sources, friends. But yeah, it's a little it's a little spicy. It's we're in a, a little, little spicy. Every everything's starting to like it's and, just a little bit too pick big picture for me. I yes. I prefer to just live in bliss. Live, this yes, is also is an important motto. reminder for everybody to always keep extra water in your house. Regardless of whatever situation for whether it be a power outage, you get snowed in for a few days you're unable to go to the store for some reason because of health issues or God knows we might end up having like a lockdown for a quarantine for a dangerous virus. That would never happen. For two weeks. For two weeks to flatten the curve. Just always keep extra water in your house. Just for as as a point of reference, if typically the rule of thumb is that if you're going to be flushing toilets, bathing, eating, five gallons of water per day per person. Make that number smaller if you're not going to be flushing toilets and bathing in it, but five gallons of water per person per day. You keep a couple that extra cases of water, you're good to go. You won't have to rush to the store when the city tells you, hey, you can't drink the water. You should probably drink bottled water. You don't have to run to the store and along with thousands of other people to try to buy a couple cases of water because you already have some. You're prepared. All right. Now that Jake's saving the world, um, I'm going <laughs> to tell you guys, don't take the water. Don't keep it so that when I go to the store at the last minute, because I'm not going to keep the water in my house like that. Um, just be prepared for me to put you on TikTok. Um, that is if TikTok is still around. Because, if it is around. Because, yeah, where am I going to get my news? Yeah, where are we going to get our news that's not filtered by big Wait. organizations and companies? You know, the last couple of weeks, uh, last couple of days, if you're not on TikTok and you're just found us, how did you find us again? Uh, but then yeah. if you listen to our members of Congress ask these questions, I don't care if you're left, right, well, middle. So context needs to be given. Um, for those who don't know, the government is trying to, trying ban, to ban TikTok. TikTok which Correct. Because they think that China is uh-huh. using it to spy on us. First Correct. off, if China wants to spy on me, they're spying on the wrong person. Okay. If anybody needs to spy on me, it's probably our own government because I really don't care for many of them. Um, I don't wish ill on any of them, but I just know that they're all playing a big game. I'm not a big enough piece on the board to make any moves, and I'm not on there to have the control over the next move. And it's all just become a big joke to me, and I'm just sitting back laughing. Watching these people that were voted in ask these questions – to this wonderfully spoken, well-educated, you can tell he's a good, genuine guy, Mr. – was it Shu? I don't – I don't. was his first name. Shu was his first name. I, I don't want to mess up his last name, but every question that he was asked, the people were just – they weren't asking to get questions. They were nope. asking the questions in the way of forming statements and attacking him, and they were accusing him of being a spy for China, but he's from Singapore. He's just a CEO. The guy was so eloquent that if 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 the vote for president for next year or for the next few years was held yesterday after watching it, I'd vote for him because oh he was so sweet. <laughs> he was a nice guy. And I just miss when politicians were nice people. Well, you also have to remember he's not a politician. Um, maybe maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe people yeah, should be lifelong politicians. Maybe we need no. to have term limits. Maybe I, we need to have control over All right. 
Sidney. Jared Spiling. Jared Spiling. Okay, now my my view on this is if you really want to know why they're getting rid of TikTok, if you have Instagram, I want you to go to Instagram and I want you to type in the search bar France and then I want you to scroll through the search results, look at all of the videos and posts related to France, do the same for TikTok, search the word France and then scroll through all the TikToks related to France and you will see extremely different search results and why the US government does not want us to have access to TikTok anymore. That's all I have to say about that. Also, playing devil's advocate, mental health, pretty important to most people, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure you're taking care of yourselves, friends. Being addicted to social media has gotten even more bigger. Oh, it's if definitely grown. Just, it's so mm-hmm. much more grown. Like the yep. generation, the, like the people who are on TikTok or, eat, or on social media are even younger, especially on TikTok. Um, so play devil's advocate, that's a lot for a lot of media absorption that children are getting, that I'm getting. I I have a, I now have an hour and a half limit on all of my social media, so I'm not constantly sitting and scrolling all day, because once you get in that spiral, it's very difficult. So just be aware of what you, what you're absorbing as a human take time if you know that you get certain feelings from scrolling on social media take a break take a breath don't, don't be compa- like jared don't compare yourself <laughs> don't don't deep dive don't, Just, don't do what i do because yeah. i get into it and i get upset and i don't throw my phone anymore because phones cost so much money and i gotta pay china for my phone so you know i, I don't do it anymore but she's right if you are someone that doesn't enjoy social media because it doesn't make you feel good, just get away from it. There is yep. no reason for you to compare yourself to anyone in this world ever. And the only person that you need to compare yourself is to the person that you were yesterday. Push yourself forward to be another per- a better person today. And if you're not, guess what? It's okay. You get to wake up tomorrow and do it again. And just keep pushing forward. That's all that matters. Speaking of all this madness, did March Madness even happen this year? Okay, no. so... For those who don't know, I work at a middle school. I work in special education and a middle school. We did the picture book March Madness. That's the only March Madness that I'm aware of. Was it beautiful? Um, Personally, I hope that El Kikui is scared too wins. I don't know where it is in the writing, but that is a beautiful picture book that just follows a little boy with his little El Kikui. Who's El Kikui? So... <laughs> All right, Jared's completely lost right now. Okay, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. So I'm talking but I'm not about listening. picture books. I'm understanding that March Madness, the basketball, is a thing. March Madness, the picture books, is what I hang out with. Okay, we're we're officially Team March Madness, the picture books. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't even know who's in the tournament. I can. I, I know they're down to four. That's all I know. There's four teams left. Yeah, they're down to four already. And apparently, you know, there's no more brackets left. All the brackets got busted after like the second round. That's all I know. Apparently, this this Final Four, nobody saw coming. Apparently, there's a bunch of underdogs. That's all I know. Okay. Cool. Not a baseball podcast. Not a basketball podcast. Definitely We not are a, a picture book but podcast. A probably. picture book podcast. We are also a draft at the end of every episode podcast because That's that fine. is what is entertaining. This week, I got something prepared. Last week was absolutely out of left field for me. If you didn't listen, go back and listen to it. It's great. This week, I got one for you guys. Are you ready? No. Let's go. Okay. We're going to be picking five items that you have on your plate at every Thanksgiving. 
items. Five food items that you have on your plate at every Thanksgiving. Oh gosh. Okay. So uh, we're gonna since you are a guest, you get to pick first. So is this like the type of draft where like I say one, you can't say it? Yes. Correct. Oh yep. man. Once it's said, it can no longer be said. Okay. You well, get to pick are we doing are in we doing order like... or are we doing snake? We're doing we're gonna do in order. Okay. What does that mean? Gabby first, me second, Jake third. Go. Something that is always on my plate, if it is made by my family, is deviled eggs. Ooh, strong pick. Okay, I'm going... I, I can't answer this with... My family listens to this. Black olives straight out of the can, poured on the table just for me, sliced and diced. Love them. That's my number one pick. It's just a thing. Deal with it. You're taking like- black olives for the... Black olives, baby. Black olives, all right? We I would have strong. never even... You could have saved that for your last pick. I don't even... Whatever. All right, I'm taking ham. I am a ham guy. I'm no. not a turkey guy. I'm taking ham every day, all day. Get that turkey crap out of here. It's dry. It's gross. Give me give me some nice sugar, brown sugar ham. Delicious. Next. Every day. Yeah, okay, next, um, specifically John Martin's turkey. Specifically John Martin's turkey. Um, John, I love you. I love your turkey. Um, please make it every year for Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> All right. I don't know who John is, so I'm cutting her off. My number my number two pick, stuffing. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, you took it. That's what I wanted. I win already. I'll take oh, it. Yeah, whatever. All right. I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot. Number two, mac and cheese. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> and, yep. That's it. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese and ham. Go ahead. Go okay. for it. What's you your know what I'm pick? taking? You know what I'm taking? Sweet potato casserole. You better take, take it back. Take it back. Put it back. That's mine. All right. My turn. Um, number three pick for me, I'm going to go with. Mashed potatoes. Okay. That's Solid. And I, and I get gravy with the mashed potatoes. So, mm, yeah. yeah. So that's the gravy fine. also yeah. goes over my yeah. dressing. Mashed potatoes and gravy, you can take it. Uh, that's yep. fine because I'm taking my number my number four pick, uh, Sister Schubert Rolls. That's fine. That's okay. Um, I'll forgive you. Um, what number are we on? Four. Four. I have deviled eggs, John Martin's turkey, sweet potato casserole. My next pick. No. My next pick is specifically the green beans that my sister makes. You can have them. I don't care about them. Yeah. Well, I don't even they're know. They're delicious, like. guys. Okay. <laughs> it is. I don't know what happens. Can everyone here tell that Gabby's a little bit of an empath and she loves people and she associates the food with the people? Listen, these green beans, they're like go in the oven, you drizzle them with olive oil, and then they get crunchy. Nobody else besides my sister can make them the way that I like them. You're right. Them. So we're going to skip over that. And my <laughs> number four pick is going to be, uh, let's see, let's go with spinach dip and a Hawaiian roll in the loaf. What kind of Thanksgiving are you celebrating? The most oh, yeah, amazing. Weird <laughs> Thanksgiving. Black olives and spinach dip. <laughs> Bro, if you're part of my family, you know. Dog, you need to get out of here. Go ahead, Jake. All right, ruin, yeah. Ruin I'll out take of it. Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna come in hot with the uh, with the with the cranberry sauce. You give me some good cranberry sauce to to mix in with like well my roll and a little bit of ham. I'll take it. That's good. All right. Go All ahead, right. Gabby. Last last pick, pick number five. Make it count. My last pick. Number Don't pick five. it because of a person. Listen. <laughs> you can do what you want. <laughs> I'm going to no. Hold on. Oh my gosh. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I think I am going to pick. God, I have no idea. She has no idea. Mm. A nice glass 
of water. Gotta wash it all down. We said okay. on the plate. On the plate? You know I'll, I'll take it. I'll, like, I'll no, take a glass I'll of water. More, I will be on the plate. Fine, okay. baby. Then I'm taking sweet tea. That's fine. Game over. I am not a sweet tea person. Taking water and sweet tea? You might not even be a person. No, what? guys, I'm taking back water. Nope, no, 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 no. I've already made my pick. You cannot go back. Jake, take your pick. Yeah, I'm going dessert, and I'm going to take a nice slice of pumpkin pie with whipped cream. We'll give See, you a compensation. I was, was going to say Cool Whip. Cool Whip. All right, I'll let you have Cool Whip. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, or like whipped cream, a creamy topping. Cool Whip or whipped cream? Because it's different. Oh, it's different? Um, I think Thanksgiving is a Cool Whip. Okay, Cool Whip. I think Christmas is a whipped cream. That's your honorable mention? Yeah, that can be my honorable okay, mention. Awesome. Because I don't really, once I get to dessert, I just so want the, a little bit of dessert because I've gorged myself on everything else. My deviled eggs, my turkey, and my sweet potato casserole. Beautiful. And my water. So just like Thanksgiving, yeah, this podcast is now over. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I uh, hope you all appreciated it. Uh, if you made it this far and you're listening, I'm sorry. Uh, but if you did make it this far, feel free to email us at notabaseballpod at gmail.com. You can email us questions. You can email us draft ideas. Anything that you want, email us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but, yeah, that's it. So, I mean, I guess we'll uh, see you later. Thank you to uh, my beautiful wife for being our guest this week. Yes, yes, of course, of course. First and time podcaster here. Anybody listening? Anybody listening, if you need a day of coordinator, um, you can send an email to not a, not a baseball podcast at gmail.com, and I will hang out with you for your wedding day. And if you just need somebody to come to your wedding and make Be it epic. Be a super hype man. We, I we can am tag team 100% there. I'll be your planner. Jared can be your hype man. I have a passport. I will travel. I will uh, And travel I don't have a passport. Day. And this is me saying goodbye. So we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.